newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, it's 708 now, 281 southbound at Hildebrand. Three left lanes are blocked, and it's backing up. So if you typically go 281 southbound to get into town, it's a big, big mess. I think it's about a 40-minute delay, something oh, like Lord. that. Yeah, 281 southbound, the three left lanes are blocked at Hildebrand. And so find yourself another way to get into town. There's I-10 to your right, and there's 35 to your left. Just pick one. You <laughs> might, might as well just spin the wheel. Might as well sp- roll the dice, <laughs> man. Right, Maybe right. you'll get there. Hey, Hi. welcome to Monday. We're going to have a great week this Don't week. Don't even we kick try off- that gaslighting crap on me today. It's <laughs> Friday, pal, and I know it. <laughs> if we, I'm not crazy. We're going to have a great week. Of broadcast uh, excellence coming up your way uh, here Don't on our Don't you program. even, huh? It's Friday, baby. You playing funky music? I know it's ah, Friday. That's how you know. If you wasn't playing funky music, maybe you could mess with my mind. But you playing funk, so I know what day it is. It is Friday. Yes, it is. And this week went really quick. God, it did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I- Put a thing up on social media the other day, which I'm not doing a whole lot more uh, anymore, but put a thing up on social media, and it just seemed like yesterday, hey, it's Monday. It's going to be a great week. Let's go. <laughs> that was just, it just seemed like a few hours ago. Yeah. yeah exactly. And here we are. You doing okay today? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, listen, I, we got so much news to talk about because it's just, it's an atypical Friday, right? Uh, in America. Yeah. yeah. So Hunter Biden uh, <laughs> indicted for being a tax evader, uh, being, being one of the uh, top 1% who refused to pay his fair share and was hiring hookers and, and <laughs> street Well, you know, slow-eyed women, <laughs> bringing them across state lines and all that stuff, too. Well, and that's against the law. It's against it the is. federal law. Yes, it is. He, was, he also did not register as a... Uh, uh, you know, somebody who was working on behalf of foreign governments when he was too. <laughs> well, you're right. Farah Act. Yeah. He's supposed to register as a foreign agent. He didn't do that. Uh, but all these other charges have to do with him making a ton of money, being in the one percent in America, and not paying his fair share. <laughs> wow, that's interesting because. His dad has spent three years of his presidency, cut number one, Jimmy, telling the rich and wealthy and famous in our yeah. country to what, Jimmy? Pay your fair share. Yeah. Wow. Pay your fair share. One more time, Joe. Pay your fair share. <laughs> God, so creepy. Oh, God. So Yeesh. while he was out there preaching that message and while he was saying we need 87,000 new IRS agents to make sure the rich are paying their fair share. <laughs> right. His son is not paying his fair share. Well, isn't that just sort of what the swamp is? That's who they are, man. You live in the banana republic of the United States of America. Welcome. Okay, polish up that dumpster because that's where dinner's coming from because these people don't, ab- don't abide by the same laws. And pretty much it, you and I have been saying for a long time, whatever they accuse other people of being, they usually are to the 10th power. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're worse. Yeah, I can't stand Remember the, all the, the endless preaching about Wall Street and he's getting Trump, you know, he's a big rich guy and he finds a way around the law. No, all Trump ever did, and he, he stated this, okay, yeah, I try to not pay as many taxes as I can legally. All right? These guys just don't do it. <laughs> so, was it $200,000? Uh, is that uh, what's the what's the what's the number on the amount of taxes he owes over from 2019? Over a million oh, from 2019. Oh yeah. Wow. You know. Yeah. yeah. Over a million in one year. Right. No, he was hiding it. He was he was buying porn sites. You know. Being, yeah. Well, it's, uh, when you're spending over 200 grand on a porn site, yeah, well, that's the number I got that's, hooked on. 
Two hundred thousand dollars on porn. That's a lot of self love. Holy crap, man! That's a lot of self love right there. I don't, that's crazy, you know. Well, and the ABC story when I'm driving yeah. in, yeah, during a hard point in his a difficult time in his life. That's what they're going to do. During that was the line during a difficult time in his life. That's what they're going to do. Dot dot dot. You know he was he was on crack. And yeah, he, we all know he had guy. addiction problem. He was drinking a lot and he sure. was on crack at the same time. Yeah. Poor guy. He just went through a very very tough time and so he decided to get involved in tax evasion. Well, okay. You know what? If you get stopped on the way home today because you stopped at the bar, you had a couple of teenies, and and a, and a cop pulls you over, just tell the cop. I'm having a really tough I'm going time. through a hard just, time, man. Tough moment, cop. And he's going to tell you to try to touch your nose, and you're going to say, I can't. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a life. hard time. I'm just really well, young. it's also interesting that at the moment, at the time that he was apparently having a hard time of it, yeah. was he also brokering multinational money sure deals and laundering? Pretty complex stuff for a guy yeah. who's just stumbling through life and right. not paying his taxes because he's you know messed up on drugs. May- maybe you ought to try that today, friends. Uh, maybe you should try not paying your taxes. Because we're coming up on the end of the year, and it's right. going to be time to pay your taxes. Maybe you should try that. And when the IRS files against you for not paying, just tell them, I'm having a really hard time. I mean, hey, man. You know, kids, I'm in recovery. I'm I, having, a, you know, I was, I was, well, I was having a hard time. I've got these kids. They're teenagers now, and they're kind of rebellious teenagers. I'm having a really tough time, and my wife and I are having a tough time, so I I just didn't think I wanted to pay my taxes. Right. I'm having a tough time. But, but isn't it interesting, though, that, at the, again, at the not to repeat myself, but at the time, that they're saying he was having a hard time. He was involved in a lot of complex business dealings, right, man. Right. How does that work? Well, how, how do you accomplish both realities? You, you don't. You're, you're pointing out. <laughs> you're pointing out the right point. The other thing that is interesting about you know him and and the money that he was receiving from China and Barisma and the Russian oligarch and all these millions and millions of dollars for what? I mean. We know what it was for. Sure, we know he was sure. influence peddling. But nobody, even the deuce, has not asked Joe, what product or service was the Biden family selling? What were they providing? What business were you in? Because they can't tell you. They they, they, they didn't have it, but they had all these shell companies that right, they were laundering right. money through to buy influence with Joe Biden. But you ask, okay, what product did you manufacture and sell? Or serve? What? 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 They can't tell you because it doesn't exist. Exactly right. <laughs> it does, it's not there, and man. That, Sean, is the linchpin in this investigation. And all yeah. this all this thing did yesterday, it, it accomplished a couple things for them in their favor. Number one, it removed him from testifying in front of Congress because now he can say, and that's why they did it, now he can say, hey, I, I'm under investigation. Yeah. I got an indictment. I can't come testify before Congress now. Right. And... You know, I've been saying for a while, I th- I think Joe's on his way out. I-, I played this sound from him two years ago, and he oh, was yeah. more lucid and understandable. Yeah. Now you can't even understand him. He doesn't know what room he's in. He doesn't know where to go. All those things. Big difference in just two years. Chances are Hunter gets a pardon, and then Joe's gone. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, that kind of seems like that would be the most, uh, from their perspective, the most uh, path of least resistance, okay? You pardon the kid, all that stuff goes away. They can shuffle him off medically because there's, look, we're both hearing in the news more and more buzz from Democrats and people, high-level high folks, who are saying, well, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not going old, he's having some trouble. So the medical thing, you shuffle Biden off, right? What do you accomplish? He gets out from underneath that cloud of corruption. Poor old guy. He just he's sick. 
And you get to pardon Hunter. Everybody wins. And the Democrats win because then they can say, we flushed the toilet and got rid of them. Yeah. That's exactly well, what the Democrats right. can say. That. You could say, you could, we drained the swamp. That's it, baby. We cleared it all out. All the corruption is gone. Right. We sent them back to Delaware. Look at how beautiful Michelle Obama is. <laughs> or, or Michael. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't know which is worse. What's the worst outcome, man? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying. Holy God. He, there is a two-tiered system of justice. Oh, yeah. And you know as well as I do, if we were talking about Don Trump Jr. or Eric Trump, they'd be in jail. They'd already be in jail a Same long time ago. Same yeah. circumstance. All things were equal. Yeah. yeah. They would be in jail, but Hunter's going to get a pass and a pardon. Because you live in a banana republic, That's and right. there are two systems of justice, and yeah. they're elites, and nothing touches them. Don't slip on the peel on your way out. <laughs> Back in a minute, where in Rima, KTSA. I feel like an FM 1071. Come on now with the whispers and let's rock steady on Funky Friday. Come on. I'm like rambling during the commercial breaks and right. mic goes up and I'm still rambling. That's <laughs> all right. It's Friday. <laughs> Bring your funk. Here's Bring the whispers. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. So he's where I'm Rima and we're on the air uh, Monday through Friday, 7 night. You didn't catch that. Monday through Friday, 7 night. You're where I'm Rima. Oh, well, we're inter- interchangeable. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, me, swip, swap them out. You know, we're the right, same. And, uh, and and we're here Monday through Friday, 7 yeah. to 9 on KTSA. Uh, you know, you were saying, we were talking about the, this testimony from these uh, presidents of these major universities where all these all the anti-Semitism and the attacks mm-hmm. and Jewish students having to, you know, hide in locked rooms. I mean, it's pretty bad. Terrible. It's, it's surreal. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And their testimony was equally as unbelievable because all of them to a person said, well, it's all about free speech and context and we have to protect free speech. Which we know is not true because, if, as we yeah. pointed out the next morning, if they did it with trannies, <laughs> right? Right, right. They, they called for genocide of trannies. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we had said at that time, you had said specifically that, you know, they really need to go after the money flow. Yeah. Uh, to these universities because these are, you know, these are big. The money river needs to continue through. That, that's how they're able to do what they do and wield so much influence. And so uh, a donor uh, to the University of Pennsylvania, who's a guy who, who donates uh, by helping them set up, I think, some kind of financial conference center or whatever uh, in the university, uh, he's donated over $100 million to that university and said, you know what? After hearing Liz McGill's testimony, and then after she got a bunch of flack for it, uh, went online and did a stupid video where she's talking about, oh, well, no, we, it's absolutely against our discrimination policy, and it is, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said, that's it, I'm pulling it. Uh, I'm, I'm withdrawing uh, from the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, unless you fire her, if she resigns or is fired, then I'll renew our little dealio here. But there's the first domino to fall. You got a rabbi uh, at another, I forget which uh, one of the other, was it Harvard, I think, uh, a pretty high-level rabbi who uh, was on the council to fight against anti-Semitism at, at I think, Harvard. Yeah. And he, he resigned. Yeah. He said, you know what, I, I'm, I, there's nothing I can do. Right. What can I do to fight discrimination if it's policy to encourage hateful discrimination? So I, I hope that trend continues. I, I hope more people uh, start uh, uh, pulling up stakes here on these universities because it, it really, I, I was thinking about this again last night as Hanukkah kicked off uh, at sundown, and I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be a Jewish American going through Hanukkah this year 
with all this madness going on. So yeah. I, I hope more folks start pulling their money. Yeah, it's a great idea. What you uh, when you brought it up? Yeah, that's you, the only thing they'll take notice of. No, that's right. You yeah. pin you pin President Liz McGill will be unemployed at the end of today. I believe at, at, at oh, the yeah. end of today because of that hundred million dollars being yeah. yanked, she will quote resign today and yeah. by the this is my prediction and by the end of the day today she will not have a job and they'll be looking for a new president for the university of pennsylvania and i hope they choose wisely next time same thing for ms gay over at oh, harvard man. bill auckland who has given 26 million right. to harvard just the past year uh, is saying the same thing my money is leaving harvard and i want out i don't want any association with them yeah what well, you're right what they do i'll give you an analogy here in texas red mccombs came from university of texas he set up the mccombs school of business in austin right. at the university of Texas, $50 million was his grant. Right, right. So that's what this guy did. Uh, he gave $100 million to the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, he's uh, he's an asset management guy. Uh, Ross Stevens is his name, and he, he handles a lot of money. Right, he's got, he right. makes a lot of money. He's a multi-billionaire. Obviously, if he could yeah. plug 100 mil that's right. into the U of P. That's right. And, <laughs> and they were going to they were gonna build a, a business center, a business school that, there right. okay. you know, in his name. And he said, that's it. I'm, I'm done. And, and ultimately, that is all that's going to make a difference. Because what they have done, the, the left has been really, really good at putting their people in place, right, mm-hmm. and then going out and getting money from other leftists. And I think what's happening now, the Jewish Americans who for so long have supported liberal causes in America with their money and their votes, they're waking up and going, you know what? These people don't care about me. In fact, these people don't like me very much. In fact, these people are calling for me and my family to be killed. Exactly. I, you know, I think there is awakening. We use this word woke all the time, and we, no- we know what it normally associates with, you know, fanatical ideas. But I think there is awakening, uh, an awakening coming up with folks who are realizing that this crowd, they, have, they don't, like you said, they don't support me. They're, they're actively using me or they're, you know, outright against me. And I hope that continues. I hope that in and of itself is a new trend. People, the African-American community are peeling off from Biden and the Democrats uh, as they're starting to realize. <laughs> yeah. I had one guy in there for four years that they say is a racist, yes, yeah, and yet my life was better while he was in office, and these people are using me. Uh, so I hope more. Yeah, I'd like to see the gay community start to wake up uh, to, to how they're being used and weaponized. So I hope it continues. Yeah. I think it's a good, it's a sign of hope. Yeah. Because you and I were talking off mic, you know, I, I'm one of those guys that I don't know if this country's going to survive all this crap. Well, on its current trajectory, it will not. It, it won't. It can't that, it will stand. Not. It really can't. If we do not wake up and if we do not go back to uh, the guiding principles that made this country great, yeah. if we do not discover that, and I'm talking about, I'm not, I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're an independent. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as an America, as Americans, if we do not come together, the bad guys, and they are bad guys, <laughs> they win. As we see, on, a, in my view, on a local basis right now with two high-profile politicians, the sheriff and the DA, selling out to a radical oh, organization, man. and yeah. you got a bad guy who killed six people when he had the opportunity to do it, allegedly. Uh, right. how, many, how many more of those bad guys have been you know, sent back on the streets because you have high-profile personalities, high-profile politicians who sold out 
to this nut job stuff. Well, I was listening when I was uh, driving in about the Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, and I think you, didn't Alex Jones bring up something uh, that uh, this may not survive, that uh, you know we may not be able to keep this country, yeah. just may not survive all the... It, it's all connected. Let's talk about that in the next yeah. half hour when we come back. Let's take a quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, BG products for whatever you drive. BG is great in your vehicle. I don't care if it's a big truck. I, you might you might be Mike the trucker, you know, and you you looking for something to protect your vehicle much better than anything else can. You might have yourself a, a big Ford three fifty Super Duty, or you might have a diesel uh, whatever. I don't care Ram. They've got an outstanding product for whatever you drive with BG products. It protects the inside of your engine against wear and tear. And then they've got another product that will clean every square centimeter of your fuel system. And that helps to get you better fuel economy and restore your power back to you as well. It all comes from BG products. You don't install them yourself. You're not going to pick it up at Walmart or something like that. What you do is when you have the oil change, just ask the guy there to add the BG service, and they will. BG, find a shop.com. This is Chris Canepa with Connecticut and San Antonio. Hey, hey. It's Funky Friday, and that's uh, Play That Funky Music, White Boy, by Wild Cherry in 1976. Wild Cherry. I'm offended. Here's a bunch of white guys that were with a hard rock band, and they put on disco suits and did (laughs) did this Really? And it was their biggest hit of their entire musical career. I did not know that. It's uh, Friday morning. It's uh, Warren Rymo on KTSA at 7.35. The commie council did vote for the tax increase, Uh. not the rate increase, the tax increase for uh, CPS now eighty-five more million dollars will be extracted from the private economy and handed over to municipal government in San Antonio. It's a tax increase. And what are they going to do with it, man? Buy <laughs> votes. Are they going to fix potholes? Are they going to actually work on the infrastructure? No, because they always use that as their excuse. Right. So it's going to buy some more drapes. It's going <laughs> to. Yeah. It's going to advance their commie causes. Well, that, that yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So, well, they got us over a barrel, man. They got people over a barrel. You got to have it. You got to have the energy. You before just the bottom it. of the hour, you brought up the whole uh, Alex Jones on oh, yeah. Tucker. Uh, I, it doesn't matter what you think of, of Alex Jones and his brashness and in your face. That's who he is, right? Well, hey, it's worked very well for him. It really has. <laughs> Uh, Guy's he, very successful. He did not kill kids at Sandy Hook. They brought that up yeah. last night. He's always out on the streets, and when he is, people say, why did you kill all those kids at Sandy Hook? You know, yeah. that's been put in the heads of, of the public by the government. He is the most censored man in the history of our country. And the reason for that is a lot of the stuff that he was talking about years ago that seemed really tinfoil hattish to, to everybody is right. coming true. Well, We're living we in that time. Here we are, man. He is, yeah. and that all came up in the in the podcast with Tucker. Um, I uh, watched two-thirds of it, and I'm going to watch the rest of it when I get home. It's an hour and a half long. Right. It's great. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it uh, because those two together were just really good. Well, the man went after both of them, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they both have that shared experience. That's exactly right. You know, good on them. And so it was a good, good interview, and uh, you were talking about how they, uh, he brought up in the interview what's going on and how this is all orchestrated to collapse our society. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into the whole thing. If you want to see it, you can go to uh, Tucker's X page and see it for yourself and watch it. I recommend that you do. 
but this whole globalist thing is real, and it's very real what's going on with Soros money, and he's not the only one. There's a bunch of them right. with a lot of money that are doing this kind of thing to collapse various societies, various political apparatus in various countries around the world right. in order to bring it down to change fundamentally the construct of those countries to reemerge or to have reemerge a socialist, communist dictatorship worldwide. A global government. Yeah. Well, that's it. One world government. You know, you we've heard it. about this crap for a lot of decades now at this point. And, and they're about it. And Alex Jones was calling it right throughout all these years. That's he, right. You can't take that away from him. That's right. He was absolutely right. We're seeing it unfold before our very eyes. I'll never forget, in 1972, as a nine-year-old, my dad gave me a book to read called None Dare Call a Conspiracy. It was all about that. It was all right. about what's going on. And uh, and Alex, it looks to me like Alex read that book and many others about trilateral and CFR and so on, all these guys that are doing this. But one of the things that they talked about was how, uh, and we see it locally here, how Soros' money is causing chaos in the streets, how the tranny thing is contributing to that. Boys cannot be girls, and we all know that, right? But it's contributing all to the collapse of the norms of our society and who we are. The political norms then collapse. They bring in these people from the southern border as they've opened it completely up. Right. These people have been trained. They have been taught in their home countries. They have been indoctrinated in anti-American drivel. They're coming here in order to bring about a change in our society that will be more socialist and more communist because those are the countries they're coming from, and they have a great love for those theories. And then to change everything that who we are in this country, and what it's going to take is a broad and strong awakening, like we were talking about the last half hour, to turn all this stuff back. Well, yeah, at least that's the only hope for it. I mean, because really, this is classic stuff. This is classic fascism. You got to collapse the old institutions, and what's it start with? The economy, uh, the political systems. You just listed them off. Uh, the the free market system. Anything that, in a sense, reinforces individual liberty has to go bye-bye. Any relationship that is more important than your relationship with the government has to go away. Also, globally, who are the big dogs on planet Earth when it comes to, to freedom? I, I don't, democracy is even overused. Let's just talk about freedom. Freedom. Us and Israel. That's it. <laughs> Israel and the United States of America. And That's both it. countries are under global assault right now. Exactly. Why do you think that is? I mean, when you, when you just take something like the statues being removed, that's all part of it. Yeah. Because we look at those statues and we remember the great freedom fighters yeah. in our country and the people who believed in freedom and formed our country based on freedom and all that. We've got to erase them from the memory. Mao did it in China when he took over China. Stalin did it in Russia and the Soviet sure. Union. They all took down those statues that reminded people of freedom you got to erase the past and then the second step is you got to get and i forget who who has the great quote uh, uh, about this but you have to maybe it was orwell you have to get folks to a point to where they're so afraid they will accept absurdity as truth because once you get people to make the intellectual decision to protect themselves by claiming that a falsehood is true or an absurdity is true, you control them absolutely. Well, and that's the goal. You just nailed it because, and he brought this up as well, and he has on a number of occasions, I have too, and I think you have, that the um, it, and, or, fear is the greatest motivator. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in order to give people to the point where they'll willingly give up their personal rights and freedoms, yeah. such as the freedom to wear shoes at an airport, 
<laughs> okay. Good point. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. have to have major problems in the country like an attack. Right. You have to have a Pearl Harbor or a 9-11. Then people no. willingly, willingly. In fact, they ask, because I, I remember after 9-11 being here and taking calls on the show and people going, oh, yeah, I'm willing to do, I'll get naked at an airport if that's what it takes to make yeah. sure, whatever it takes to make sure the plane is safe and i'm willing to live that way in all of society i don't care what the government wants to look at as far as i'm concerned they can check into my background they can follow me around with a camera in the sky right. just make sure that we are safe well and we not to jump in but we've, no, we've seen good. that on on in, on two different examples in our own history after uh, pearl harbor we started lock, locking japanese americans up in camps out in california uh, after 9/11, as you just as you just pointed out, we abdicated a lot of personal freedoms, uh, whether it was airport stuff or it was personal data, who you're calling, Patriot Act, Patriot Act, all that. We did it. So if you had another attack now, which was a major attack, and you have people in play who already want to control your ass, <laughs> you know, and they're pretty outward about that, you know, well, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I'll toss one more thing in here, and then we'll take the tinfoil hats off for a minute. <laughs> but really, it's not tinfoil hats, because it's all happening. It, it it's, is. It's happening. It is. But how do you control people to the max? Well, number one, fear. We just talked yeah. about that. Number two, you control their money. Right? Oh, yeah. So yesterday, the San Antonio City Council voted to take $85 more million dollars Obviously, they don't need it because they had a profit of 441. Right. They decided to take 85 more million dollars, so they're taking more money away from private citizens, right? And if the, if you're broke, you know, yesterday they announced when they passed this, well, we're going to have to expand our program that where we give special discounts and rates to the destitute and poor because right. obviously, if we raise these rates, more people are going to be destitute and poor. Well, you control people by saying. You know what? You don't have any more money because we're taking it all. You have to come to us for your food. Well, right? yeah, you control the money, you control the food. Well, what's the yeah. other thing? Number three, you take their guns away. You take their guns away. So if you want to control people and take their, their freedom away, you scare them. Yeah. You know, with, with, with big you know, attacks and stuff like that, you scare them. So they give up their freedoms. You take their money away through extreme con confiscatory taxes. Right. Boom. And then you take their guns away. Well, uh, tell me that's not happening. Don't forget the cars. Can't well, have people yeah. be able to go <laughs> right. anywhere, so you got to do that, too. You're but tell me that's not happening. Oh, it's all right in front of you. Yeah, it is. And it's 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 crazy crap. And, I, you know, I mean, to deal with it, my mental health, the only way I can really uh, wrap my mind around it is to say, well, we're either going to make it or we're not going to make it. Right. Right. And I hope this awakening, you know, I hope more people are getting woke in the way that we're describing, because really the truly anti-establishment people now at this point are the Alex Joneses, are the Tucker Carlsons, guys like you and me. I right. mean, just doing what we do. Okay, we're the anti-establishment because the, they're about it. And, and they know they have a relatively small window of opportunity to pull this off, because if you get a Trump-like change in, in leadership, you know. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> and, and the media is on their side. You pointed out when you got here... ABC, ah, as you were yeah, driving yeah. in, was saying, well, Hunter was having a real tough time at this period of oh, his life. It's awful, and that's why he didn't pay his taxes. He was having a tough... The, the media, like ABC, is on their side. Yeah, they, well, absolutely. Yeah. Quick break, more Warren Ryman coming up, KTSA. 
My name is Cliff McLean. Over- Where in Rima, KTSA, what is on your mind? Mm. Taylor Swift is <laughs> the person of the year. Yeah. She's the person of the year. She sure is. She gave her first interview uh-huh. in a long time, because I guess she doesn't do interviews, and so because of the Time Magazine thing, she she did an interview, mm-hmm. and she's talking about her and the Chiefs guy. Right. And she says that they actually knew each other for a while before they went public. That's true. She said this. <laughs> I just, I don't know why this <laughs> made me so, this made me laugh. This statement from Taylor Only Taylor Swift yeah. could utter a statement like this. Right. Because she's saying... Well, we just didn't start, you know, showing up in front of TVs, just meeting for the first time. She said, Trey, we would never be psychotic enough to hard launch a right. first date. Well, there you go. <laughs> right. Have you ever hard launched a first date, Trey? I haven't had a first, <laughs> I haven't had a first date since I was in seventh grade. Well, I wouldn't know what that's Owens like. Had a, huh? lot of hard <laughs> hard had a lot of hard launches. Hard launches. But it sounds like a marketing campaign, man. <laughs> Well, her relationships everything are in her marketing life. campaigns. A hard launch. You know, yeah, they they, <laughs> uh, they apparently knew each other for a while because oh boy. he was in the locker room and put her on blast on a on a TikTok video he uh. did. She saw it and contacted him. Oh, right. And that's when they started to hang out together. That's why there are some people like Paige. What's her name? That's the, gosh, the, the was USC fight girl. Said the other day, she said, look, here's the deal. This is all show. This is not real. They are pushing this as a marketing deal. It's all show. Why would that not surprise no, me? No, not in the least. But, but we'll know after this weekend. Why is that? Because I have some inside info that <laughs> she, she may be betrothed to him come Monday morning. Oh, no, they're going to get married. Well, not Wednesday, this weekend. I think uh, next week's her birthday. Right. I mean, they're right. saying gonna that propose. he's going to propose to her. Oh, that's sweet. So, after three months? Three months. Right. Well, I did. Well, I'm just saying. I was saying. Say. I mean, you know, you know, some guys are proposing ten minutes, honey. And after her making how many billions? It's all about December thirteenth, her birthday, oh, and God. her concert is available in home streaming oh, on no. December thirteenth. See, yes. so wouldn't it be perfect no. for him to put a ring on it? No, oh, <laughs> yes, because that's what I'm hanging on. Wouldn't, man. That, wouldn't that be slay? Make her an honest woman. <laughs> <laughs> what, would that slay? He's got a lot of riz. He's got a lot of riz. That would yeah. really slay, man. Yeah, right. Totally. Uh-huh. She's God. 34 years old. How old? 34. She's she, 34. She, she's she has grown. Better, well, she better start doing something. And she's had bec- several lunches. <laughs> several lunches. Haven't we all? No, so, right. But, I mean, there. Her relationships are a product, you know what I mean? She writes the stupid songs about the relationships, uh-huh. and then they go. Uh-huh. So, so uh-huh. what what happens to both of their careers if they get hitched up permanently, man? I think he's gonna uh, behoove. Uh, it'll behoove him better. Oh, he'll, he'll, oh, yeah. You you think he's gonna be better? I think it works out best for it him. It will work out for the best for him. Have you? Oh, yeah. Well, no. If okay, he, you're talking about money wise. Oh, you're not talking about in general. You're not talking about performance no, right. on the field. I don't know who the guy he's, was. He's a big time um, PR. Oh, no, no, I know, no, 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 no. What I'm talking about is performance on the field. See, I think that his performance on the field has already been affected by this. Yeah. I think, well, I think well, he's going right. to the he Tony Romo thing. He's not going to have to be on the field. Once he hooks up with the billionaire, yeah, he's not he going to be, be on the field. Go well, to work. He's not. He's doing, got a sugar mama. He's not playing football because he's not playing football for the money. He's not. No, I'm telling you right now, no. he's playing football because he wants to, but uh, because it's who he is. But uh, Tony Romo hooked up with Jessica Simpson, and his career sucked after that because he was so distracted. Oh, look at Greg Popovich right now. Oh, Greg yeah. Popovich got all political, right? right? Yep. 
The team is it's the Take last your, it's the last place team. Taking your eye off the ball, man. And, and that's exactly what is happening. And with they're going to get political because oh, they're God. both Biden supporters. Oh, big great. They're big time liberals. Big to both of and them. Are. Well, they year, live they live above the economy, so it's not like they have to suffer this. He's stuff. he's pushing these vaxes. Hey, you can get two vaxes at once, and he shows his arm, oh, and he's got God. he got two holes from. Uh, he's yeah. got two holes. Yeah. From, I'm from swift it out, man. I'm just swift. It. And I know I brought it up, but, you know, it's, just, it's a news story. No, but you just brought up something that's exactly the danger of this. What's exactly that? the danger. There's really something to be said about overexposure. There's yeah. re- that can bite a, you on the ass. It's a negative thing. Overexposure is a negative. People get tired of you. Yeah. They get worn out, and they don't want to read anything else about you or listen to any more of your music. And she is in danger of overexposure. Don't overplay your hand, sweetheart. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said about getting it while the getting getting's good, striking while the iron's hot. All of those things that you want to say are something good, but overexposure will kill a skyrocketing career more yep. than anything else. Well, right? I, you're right. You know. And you start believing your own press kit a little too much, you know, and uh, and things go south. So I don't care either way. <laughs> I don't care about Taylor Swift's career. You know I what I care. like about her? What? Her jet airplane. Her I want jet that. airplane. She's I got have, a nice plane. She's I've got, got jet envy. She's got three jet airplanes. Yeah. I, well, I only want and one of them. Houses. And she's a liberal. Does eight she believe in climate mentions. change? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Is she, and she into the climate well, change well, thing? She pays those things to be able to fly. Carbon offsets? Yeah. yeah, carbon offsets. I, but I, I'm serious, man. I, I have jet envy like nothing I've ever. I really, I, that's the only thing I ever want is a jet, man. I just want a jet and somebody to fly me around. I got somebody to fly me around. John Sadie will fly, fly me around. Somebody around. give me a jet. I yeah. don't know. I saw John Sadie and you riding motorcycles. Oh, my God. <laughs> He doesn't stay between the lines. Oh, I'll see how you are. Like a little danger in he my life. He needs a big sky. He needs a big old sky. <laughs> He's a big the old lane, guy. Lane lines, right? <laughs> Back in a minute, where in Rima, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by One. Happy Friday to you, my brother. Happy damn Friday, yeah, man. Yeah, I got a lot of nothing to do. Uh, nothing to do this weekend. I want to. Yeah. I want to be about it. Now, here's here's <laughs> what I'm hoping happens because this week flew. Oh God! I yeah, mean, it did. for us, it not did. for everybody, but it it, it it went pretty quick. Yeah, I hope the weekend slows way down. Uh, <laughs> I hope it doesn't go as Good fast. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Monday we were saying, damn, that weekend went fast. Right, right, right. Uh, it seems to be happening that way. <laughs> so uh, the Department of Justice, uh, Weiss, who is the special prosecutor, indicted Hunter. He faces 17 years in prison. Yeah, right, whatever. Right. He, he faces a pardon from Papa. <laughs> but anyway, it's for tax evasion. Uh, cut to, Jimmy, for tax evasion. Right. Okay, so Hunter fits the perfect uh, description of the top 1%. A guy who received millions of dollars from China and from Ukraine and from Russia and other places around the globe, offering no product or service whatsoever other than access to the highest office in the land, right. who did pay off with all kinds of quid pro quo. So this is going to get Joe before it's over with. But Hunter, officially the charges are tax evasion, that he was taking money out of ATMs and using cash to buy hookers, that he was using cash to buy uh, porn sites, uh, a lot of money on porn sites, A couple man. hundred That's, grand. God, how do, you, how do you even do that? I don't have any idea. Uh, and then, of course, uh, a lot of money for drugs and all these other things he spent all his money on, evading taxes. Right. And I just, I, I, I'm not going to get too far into this. I just want you to hear a little bit of this because Joe predicated <laughs> the beginning of his presidency. This I went back and found this sound from two years ago 
when Joe just continuously said, pay your fair share. I want the rich to pay their fair share. Quit evading taxes. This is Joe Biden. Now, let's play a little bit of it, and I want you to really pay attention to not just the content of what he's saying, but also how much more lucid and less slurry. He, like right. today, he, I showed you a video a minute ago of him. He looks like a drunk walking down the street. He's swaying back and forth as he walks, right? He's losing the ability to walk. Correct. It's before our very eyes. And his words are slurred, and then he yeah. gets off track and all that in just two years' time. So this, this speech is two years old. So pay attention to that, but more importantly, pay attention to the content of what he's saying about rich people evading taxes. Working people were struggling to make it long before the pandemic arrived. Big corporations and the very wealthy were doing very well before the pandemic. That's why I've said, starting back in my campaign for president, that it's not enough to just build back. We have to build back better than before. And that's how it all begins. Big corporations and super wealthy have to start paying their fair share of taxes. It's long overdue. Uh. I'm not out to punish anyone. I'm a capitalist. (laughs) If you can make a million or a billion dollars, that's great. God bless you. Yeah, whatever. All I'm asking is you pay your fair share. Now leave it there, Jimmy. And I want to go to cut number three for just a minute because this was him standing in front of the roster or at the rostrum at uh, the the State of the Union address. Behind him is Kamala and uh, what was the other woman's name? Pelosi. That's right. And they're sitting <laughs> they're sitting behind him. And this is what he said to kick off his State of the Union address that year, two years ago. How do we pay for my jobs and family plan? I made it clear we can do it without increasing the deficits. Let's start with what I will not do. I will not impose any tax increase on people making less than $400,000. But it's time for corporate America. And the wealthiest 1% of Americans have just begun to pay their fair share. Okay, all right. Just their fair okay, share. Okay, that's it. So, finally, cut number... You first. <laughs> that's right. Well, that, I'm getting to that. Cut number one, he would go around the country... You know, pursuant to making those speeches and say this over and over again. Pay your fair share. Pay your Ugh. fair share. Pay Ugh. your fair share. All right. Oh, it's creepy. So what this is, again, while he was saying all that and making all those speeches and saying pay your fair share to the rich, his son, very rich, was not paying his fair share. He right. owes millions in taxes, and today he's been indicted. Yesterday, he was indicted. This is another prime example of what he is saying about others he himself is doing. The most glaring example, Donald Trump, when Donald Trump had the papers at Mar-a-Lago legally because yeah. he was the president, right? Joe said, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he had those papers. And then a week later, we find out Joe had them all over the garage in his house in Wilmington. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's he's guilty of everything he claims other people are, are guilty of, whether it's racism or not paying your taxes or mishandling stuff as president, what have you, all of it. But the whole pay your fair share thing, we talk often about how you do a lot as well, mostly, about how Obama is really running the show. 100%. As far as the pay your fair share thing, you track that all the way back to Barack Obama. Remember Joe the Plumber? We've got to make Wall Street start paying their fair share in corporate America. I mean, Obama, that was his tagline, pay your fair share. And Joe is just, uh, you know, imit- uh, carrying on the message. But yeah, I, don't, I, I, I bet you'd be surprised, maybe not surprised, at how many of these people, especially Democrats, 
uh, don't, in fact, pay their fair oh, share. They don't. Try to avoid it at all, you know, as much as possible by laundering it and uh, and all these things that we are learning about Hunter Biden and uh, and Joe and James and how they move their money around. But yeah, it's it's really especially galling to hear a elitist establishment status quo racist corrupt white guy uh, preaching about people not paying their fair share and he ain't paying his fair share. Well, see that was the thing. That was what got me and I knew I had to I, when I woke up and the indictment thing was happening, I had those speeches in my right. head cuz we sat there and we listened uh. to that obnoxious drivel from him about rich people don't pay their fair share. Well, they do. They pay it through corporate taxes. They're generally business owners. They are paying taxes on all of their employees and all the goods that they buy to sell, so on and so forth. They do pay more than their fair share, except Hunter Biden. (laughs) He wouldn't pay a dime. He gave it all to hookers, prostitutes, and you know what? Spent a lot of money on porn, and that's not easy to do. Well, he's in love with himself. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) He's in love with himself. That'll make you go blind, Hunter. (laughs) Well, he, he has an issue with that. Apparently. Uh, so anyway, okay, the other thing I wanted to, to get your thoughts on, we talked about it a lot this morning on the 5 to 7, had great phones, good phone mm-hmm. calls about it. Melania Trump is whispering in Don's ears about picking Tucker to be running mate. <laughs> that's just a report wow. that's out from inside the Trump camp and that she is kind of whispering to him, honey, you know, I can't I can't speak like a Slovakian. But anyway. <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah. Let's think about Tucker. That's yeah, exactly. the worst Slovakian accent yeah. I've ever done. Well, you gotta you gotta sound kind of like like uh, the vampire, like Dracula. I think you know <laughs> what the ball yeah, exactly. So ah, anyway, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, um, some of the names are Noam and Vance and Carrie Lake and Tim Scott, people like that. But uh, but she's apparently pushing for Tucker Carlson. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if that's something he'd want to do or not. I mean, he's in a really plumb position right now as far as his influence. Uh, I'd, I'd be I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I don't know. I almost. I mean, Christy Noem is, I think, one of my favorites uh, for that position. Uh, maybe the best choice is somebody that isn't top of mind, somebody that doesn't have a big political name uh, that people know. Maybe you find somebody who's just solid, that's got a great record. Uh, on a lot of these issues, maybe that wins the day. I don't know. But Tucker, sure, why not? I mean, you, you can't really look askance at, a, at, a, at an idea like Tucker for VP when you're dealing with Trump, who was a TV guy and a real estate guy and wasn't political. So obviously we like non-political people uh, in positions of leadership because they tend to treat government like a business, which is how it should be treated. So if that were to come to be i'd, I'd be fine with yeah. it. <laughs> get See, my vote I, I i think you find somebody i think you're onto something with somebody who is um non obviously non-political somebody right. maybe somebody from the business world who understands business but somebody who's not in your but, face or you know all, right well, you you won't be in their face because you're going to be in the shadow of donald yes. trump you know mike pence was in the shadow of don trump and we didn't know really know much about mike pence and that's what whoever's going to be in that position is going to be a shadow player because it's largely ceremonial and it's kissing babies well, and, yeah, it's, and it's raising yeah. money. It's fundraising. Right. And, and and I don't think Tucker is, is right for that role. I think Tucker is great at what he's doing. He's exposing the establishment. He's showing like the truth of J6 and what happened right. there. And I'd like for him to continue to to do that. So who does it leave you with? Well, those names, you know, I lit on to carry or to uh, – 
uh, Christy Noam when I went up there, yeah. and she said freedom is what we're all about. I think she'd be fantastic, man. Um, but, I mean, there's there's other people to choose. I, I, I've laid out for you before kind of like the dream cabinet, you right, know? Right, right. And I would do, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole cabinet, but I would do Tulsi over at Defense because she wants us out of these wars right. of choice that we're She's getting military into. also. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'd probably put Pompeo not back at Secretary of State, probably National Security Advisor, where he's got Donald Trump's ear all the right. time. Uh, and then I'd really, I would go to DeSantis and I would say, here's the deal. I'm going to make a deal with you. You sign on as Attorney General. You do what you say you have a plan for, right. where you go and you drain the swamp. You know, you because he, he's DeSantis keeps talking about I got a plan to get rid of these people, right? Right. So you go get them, and in four after the four years is up, I'll support you, and you'll be the next president. Well, Ed, you know, I don't know how DeSantis would walk away from something like that. I my dream for Attorney General probably is never going to be Attorney General. And that's Trey Gowdy, yeah. but he's I think his political stuff is all over for him. He's doing pretty good where he is. But somebody like that, DeSantis, sure. You know, I mean, uh, he's a JAG officer. He's a JAG. Oh, he's got also, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd be fine with that as well. You know, the, the, the question, the operative question, though, is, is it possible that it's going to happen? Is it possible that Donald Trump is going to be the next president? Uh, he's got the entire federal government working against him. A- entire agencies are are focused right now on taking him down. The media, by and large, focused on taking him down. So, look, if he gets in, baby, whoever you want, you go ahead and put him in. I'll just be glad if we can achieve that. And Tucker said as much. Tucker came out and said, you know, I absolutely support him, yeah. you know, and, and because of all this stuff that's been going on. Well, I will say this, and I don't say it with any glee whatsoever. I say it with, with horror and terror uh, in, in my heart. But if if he doesn't, and if they strike him down in any shape, form, or fashion, I don't know what's going to be left. I really don't know. Oh, this country will burn. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Not yeah, to I, get I all dark on a Friday, but you, come on. Yeah. Yeah. If something happens to him, yeah, it's going to be real bad. Yeah. Back in a minute, Warren Rima, KTSA. If you have unfiled taxes or are in... I'd say 21 with Warren Rima, KTSA. I think we need a happy story, Trey. We, we, we need a whole do lot a happy, happy story yeah. here. Please. It is Christmas time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in East Idaho, we have a 74-year-old woman named Karen. And Karen uh, got sick. She had to have a quadruple bypass, which is pretty serious stuff. My dad had had the same procedure. Uh, And so she ended up losing her job at a local potato plant. I know that's a little stereotypical, but a potato plant in Idaho. (laughs) But she'd worked there for most of her adult life, and she lost her job. Uh, And she ended up working uh, at an O'Reilly's, kind of running the counter. And she's 74, uh, still has a lot of health problems, has an old beat-up car. Uh, that she had to have a pillow to sit on because the the seat is is caught in place and she can't move the seat. Just an old junky junk heap of a car, and uh, she comes into work one day, and a secret Santa has bought her a new car. Wow. Just nobody knows who it was. Uh, this person did contact a local news station and and got involved with a reporter and said, you know, I want this woman's story to be told. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I, I'm not telling anybody who I am. Uh, but I'd like you to be there so we can uh, get coverage of it. And uh, you know, they show up, and they, I forget what kind of car it is, but it's a brand-new car, fully paid for. And, uh, you know, this woman obviously – because 
her her coworkers had been telling her, you know, we we need to help you get a new car for years. And I guess she's a very nice, humble person, you know, and just is trying to make it in the world at seventy four. And I, I guess she doesn't really have anybody. And so somebody out there just bought her a car. And and you hear stuff like that in in amongst all the crap that we talk about every day. And we 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 spend so much time talking about the worst in people because it's on full display all around. That when you come across a story where somebody just bought an old lady a car, man, <laughs> nothing else to it, just bought an old lady a car. And didn't want credit. Didn't want credit for it, you know, could have done a little TikTok video. And I know they called the reporters, but he said, I, that was, the, according to the story in the reporter, it was more to put the spotlight on her. Sure. Because she shows up to work every day again. She's in her mid-70s when most people are slowing down or retiring or what have you. And uh, he said, I want attention brought to her because the customers love her. She's a very nice person, and I want to do this nice thing for her. So there, there you go. Isn't you know? wonderful? It, it is. You know, and it's, it's, I, it, 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 we come to the question in, in moments like this, I think, where you, you want to ask, are people basically good or are people basically bad? You know, and they become good or they become more bad. You know, which is it? And, and I, I do believe that most people are genuinely good people who don't want to hurt other people and who want to get through their lives and, and do nice things when they can. Uh, unfortunately, the, the bad people <laughs> yeah. get all the press. You know? And there's a lot of them. I'm not diminishing you know, just how many really, truly freaking evil people there are on planet Earth. They're on the march right now yeah. uh, in just about every level of our lives. But I like to believe that most people aren't that. Most people are good. Uh, and, uh, and, and stories like this... Kind of nurture that flame of hope. <laughs> you know, uh, w- whether they're good or bad, w- w- most people are just trying to get through their life. Oh, you know sure, I mean? yeah. Like this lady you're talking about, 73 years old. She's just getting up, going to work. Right. All she wants to do is do her job, you know. Maybe she's got a cat or a dog or something right. like that. You know, who knows what her personal condition is. But that's all she wants to do, and she's doing it the best she can. And somebody somewhere took notice that, you know, she could do a little bit better if she just had some wheels that worked for her. Probably right? was somebody who was a customer of the store. Could just coming in, you know, co-worker. seeing her every day, you know, a co-worker, yeah, what have whatever. you. We've seen that play out before. One of the great, greatest examples that I've seen, over, and you've seen it too over and over again, is where these kids are walking like 10 miles or more to get to a McDonald's just to work, right? And they oh, turn yeah. around and walk home. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. And they have no transportation. Some of them walking further. Some of them are taking a bus for X amount, you know, 20 miles, and then they walk the last 10 miles to get to the McDonald's or whatever so they can work there, and then they're trying to get home in the middle of the night. They're keep, keeping a full schedule at school. And somebody takes notice of that and gets them a car. I remember that yeah. story. We There's talked about several that. Of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's just that's just those are the best stories in the world. Well, man. it is, and I and I tell you what, you know, the other th- something else something else just popped into my mind. You know, we live in the virtue signaling world of social media, where people think they're actually doing something by posting something or you know making their statements about crap or what have you. Look, I'm just as guilty of it as anybody else. But for somebody to actually go through the process to physically do something for somebody else, yeah, like buy a car. Yeah, you know that's the real dealio there. You know the rest of us are just talking about ourselves. Right. No, that's right. No, that that's what TikTok is about, right? Right, right. Like how great I am, you know. But it, when you go and you actually do it, you know, yeah. and and you make an impact and a difference. And 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 the reason I bring up the young people who are going to work right now at a fast food restaurant, I'm always 
always mindful of trying to be nice to them and give them a lot of leeway. They're under a lot of stress. They, you know, a lot of stuff going on. If they, if they get the fries wrong, so what? I don't stress out about that because at least they're there, right? In an age and a time when a lot of people are choosing not to be there, not to go well, to work. Well, yeah, they're still right? going to work. You're right. You're right. You know what I'm and and you know, we were talking about this yesterday in regards to this Chipotle story. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things you can do, it's so simple, is that when you go into a place, just ask the person there behind the cash register how their day is going. Oh, I do it all the time. That happens so rarely. Sure. It really does. You Smile. know, and, and it just it, it because it, I think in general just showing interest in other people's lives is a good thing to do. Because we're be- we're becoming so isolated from each other. And smile. And smile. Just, hey, how you doing, man? Yeah. Tell a joke, man. That's right. <laughs> All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. You know, foundation support specialists. Foundation support specialists, they are the best when it comes to making sure your foundation is ready for whatever is going on. You know, we, we have several different types of foundations. Of course, you've got steel in concrete. Then you've got post-tension, which is cabling in concrete. And then you've got, of course, pier and beam. Here in San Antonio, we've got enough of the bu- all, all three. And so you have to be experts in all three to be able to serve people and make sure that their foundation is right. And you got to know what the telltale signs are of foundation failure or something that looks like foundation failure may begin. And that's where foundation support specialists come in. They are experts in foundations, no matter what type of foundation it is. They'll do the work. They guarantee their work for the life of the structure in a written, transferable warranty so you have no worries You have peace of mind knowing the job was done right, and if there's ever a problem, they will fix it. They'll make it right at foundationsupportspecialist.com. And, of course, it all starts with a free, no obligation whatsoever, foundation inspection. Here's how you get that foundation inspection. No cost to you at all. Just log on to the website, (coughs) foundationsupportspecialist.com. Oh, this cold. (laughs) Funny, we're talking about what we listen to, music we listen to. And here is Bruno. It is, I, I love this song. Man. I do too, man. We'll get into that in just a couple minutes. What, I asked Sean, what is he going to listen to this weekend? And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the sure. kind of stuff that we enjoy doing. But uh, before we do that, day 36 of Warren Rima here on KTSA. Happy Friday and Merry Christmas to you and yours. Um, hope. That's a good word. Hope. Yeah. Because you need it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We, we, so much of the stuff out there is bad and it's yeah. awful. And the bad guys are on the march, and they're trying to destroy life in America. And they're making a lot of headway right now. Right. It's not hopeless, though. Uh, one of the things I, I think we <laughs> sometimes we fall into these things. We don't, folks. Just so you know, we don't uh, prepare this at all. I prepare, the, you know, the backgrounding and stuff that I want to talk about, and you do too. Yeah. But we don't prepare the show. We don't prepare what we're going to yeah. say about stuff our to rehearsal, each other. Yeah. Our rehearsal goes like this. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Here's my show, Brett. Yeah. Ah, my back. Ah. And that too, yeah. And that's it. That's and pretty it. much it. And we're prepped and ready <laughs> to do it. Right, right. But every once in a while, we get lucky and we fall into kind of a theme, right? Yeah. Today's theme is the awakening, right? Yeah. The awakening of people who love this country. And I'm not talking about Republicans, Democrats, Independents. I'm talking about people who love this country. Because you know what? There are Democrats who love this country. There are Independents who love this country. There are Republicans who love this country. I'm talking about people who love this country and love what this country is about. Not about all this 
crazy crap that they are doing on the left to mm-hmm. actually destroy this country and rebuild it with a construct of socialism, communism, and a one-world government. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who who prize freedom and being able to make their own decisions. You know what? Just leave me alone. Let me live my life. And hopefully there's an awakening happening with that, and maybe it's starting with the Jewish people in this country because they're facing such incredible uh, headwinds and terrible odds here in America. Maybe they're going to stop spending money on left-wing causes and electing left-wing jerks like Joe Biden. Yeah, I which hope the, so. Yeah. The Jewish community had a big part in him getting elected. Sure. Um, and we talked earlier about these uh, these major learning institutions that are infected with this left-wing radical ideology that's helping to kill the country. Yeah. And we talked about how uh, at University of Penn and uh, at Harvard and MIT, when they testified before Congress this week, how, you know, to them it's okay if, if their students are shouting, kill all the Jews, you're a dirty, stinking Jew and you need to die. And those are some of the comments that have happened on their campuses, and they're okay with that. And because UPenn is going to lose a $100 million donation today, I, I think the president, this is the last day for Ms. McGill at the University of Penn. I, I think Monday morning oh, we're yeah. going to be talking about her being gone. And I think Gay could be next over at Harvard because Bill Auckland is $26 million right. pulling out of Harvard if she doesn't go away as well. That's kind of the awakening. Well, you're starting to see that, I think, with some private businesses. You know, Bud Light's done. I said that the day after the whole Bud Light thing happened. Mm. It'll never come back. It's not coming back. I don't right. care who they hire. They just hired Emmett Smith to drink Bud Light to try to make it <laughs> Bud Light come back. And it's, it's not going to happen. It's not coming back because people are awake to that stuff. Same is true with Disney. I was going to say, Disney is really okay. taking some hits. Yeah. Yes, they are. Disney has been anti-family for the last number of years, okay? Disney. <laughs> it hurt, hurts my heart because yeah. my family has strong ties with Disney, and we go back a long way with Disney. I was right. there the first year they opened, so right. it's a big deal for us. Uh, but I will not stand, and I, and, and, I, and I will not back them as long as they're anti-family. And their move against DeSantis in Florida was an anti-family move, mm. totally. And they have, they're infected with the same left-wing radicals that the government's infected with, that colleges are infected with. They don't care about family entertainment anymore, which was Walt Disney's original plan, was family entertainment. That's who they are. Correct. Uh, They care about ideology and putting out the liberal left-wing radical ideology. That's what they care about. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe that's going to change for the same reason these colleges may change. And here's the hope. And here's the awakening. In South Carolina, state treasurer Curtis Loftus, he sits on top of and manages more than $100 billion in assets for the various retirement accounts in South Carolina as the treasurer of the state. He decides where that money is to be invested to grow that money for the employees and the unions and so on in South Carolina. He announced yesterday, "Uh uh-uh. Not another dime is going to be invested in Disney. Until they get out of this woke crapola and they get their act together, in fact, it means about $70 billion a year. $105 million of that goes to Disney. Out of South Carolina alone. Wow. So my word is... To our state treasurer and all the other state treasurers of red states across this country who are sick and tired 
of this crapola we're seeing with this radical left-wing ideology. Pull your money away from them. You wield a lot of power, you man. Got it. And you stop investing in their stock, right? And if you sit on top of $100 million, and you sit on top of $100 million, and you sit up, and you pull that from their stock, I guarantee you they'll go right back to making family entertainment. Yeah, I, I agree absolutely. You know, because we, we talk a lot about, really, a lot of the motivating factors behind a lot of this stuff is, in fact, money. It's really that cheap. And these people don't start paying attention until you start messing with their money. So absolutely, start pulling it, start isolating Disney. Isolate Disney like a threatening country that wants to do us in. Because that's really what, I mean, again, it's even more galling with Disney because, they're yeah, the, the whole idea of Disney has been family entertainment as far back as we can remember. And they've gone in the completely other direction. They're, they're peeing on the heads of America. Well, you said it the other day. Mickey's in a dress. Mickey's in a freaking dress, <laughs> so, man. So you, you don't know, and I'm, I'm talking to the treasurers of these various states right now, you don't know the power that you wield. Absolutely. With the, just the pension dollars in your state that you're in charge of. And it's not just, I'm not just picking on Disney. I'm not. I'm talking about Target, and I'm talking about Anheuser-Busch, and all of these others that decided, you know what, we're going to go woke, and we're going to go against traditional value families in America. You start taking your investment somewhere else, and those companies will get it right. Well, and you've been saying it also for a long time, that even as just consumers who aren't big money people or, or treasurers or investment folks... Hey, don't go! Don't don't buy any Disney products. Don't go to Target. Target's taken a lot of hits as well for their policies over the past few years. That's the glimmer of hope because I think American. I I have said this before that America is peculiar. America is strange. It's unlike any other country on the planet that has been flipped into communism and fascism. And that's always been my hope that this kind of a thing would start happening because right. yeah, start look when you go after a criminal organization. What is one of the first things you do? You mess with their money. You interrupt their money. You disturb their operation. In a sense, in the free market system, it's the same thing. You got to in the in the collegiate world. You got to mess with their money. What what do we do as a nation when there's another nation that is violating the standards of nations? We right. we do sanctions. Yes, we do. And they can't do business with our banks. They can't do business with our industries. They can't buy and sell product in the open market. Yep. We refuse to buy their product, right? Right. That's the first thing we do as a nation. Well, it's one thing for individuals to do it, and I try to do it as much as I can, right. but I can't be responsible for what they do with my money after I buy the product or the service, right? But as an investor, as particularly if you're a big, big money investor, if you sit on top of a mutual fund and you're in charge of a mutual fund, oh, yeah. or if you're in charge of, of employees' retirement accounts and all that kind of, like the state treasurers are, you get enough of them to start yanking their money away from the inve investing, Wall Street, right. investing in these companies. And that, I'm telling you, I'll give you a, a, an example that you, you get because you're in radio. For, forever, radio was owned by single owners. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It was just a guy who owned, owned radio. Right. And, then, and then corporate America came in. And when CBS bought us, and we were owned by CBS, the stock market and the daily stock numbers ran our company. Right. Whatever was happening on Wall Street. We, our our uh, local guy, whoever that was up and wherever he was, he would call the general manager. I'm talking about back in the 90s. Right, right. He would call the general manager that time, you need to fire seven people. 
well, why do I need to fire seven people? The stock price went down five dollars, so you right. need to fire seven people. And when the stock goes back up, you can hire them back. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you affect their stock. Yeah. In these major companies like a Disney, a Target, and the others, Anheuser Busch, they won't mess around with this woke crap anymore. Well, you're right, and then they'll they'll do house cleanings uh, within their, within their own ranks. I would assume because they want to continue to survive. They want to continue. So yeah, you gotta in a sense it's uh, it, you gotta isolate them financially, and I hope more of that happens. And I and I think it will. I I hope it will. I think it is right now, because again, that's the only way you're gonna see anything start to change. I wish we could do that with government. I wish we could say to government, "You're not getting any more of my money because you're horrible with with what you do with it. You're against us. You're, you're our biggest enemy." No more money for you. If we could do it with the government, things brilliant. would also begin to change. Brilliant. But you can't. We only have 13 minutes left on the show. That's brilliant because I've, I've said that for years. We should pay our, instead of them taking our taxes out of our paycheck every right. month, every two weeks, we should be forced to sit down and write a check to the government oh, at the yeah. end of the month. Then you'll see how much you actually are giving right. them to do all this crap and then say, you know what? I'm not going to write them a check this month. <laughs> I'm not going to give them that money hey, this well, month. Hey, well, I'm having some rough times. I'm not going to pay you this exactly month. Exactly right. Default and me. You haven't... Right. I've said for a long time, <laughs> when, when the federal government says to states, you will do this or you're not going to get federal funding... Yeah. Well, there is no such thing as federal funding. The federal funding comes from the states in the first place. All the states got to say is, well, we're not going to send it to you at, at the first. Exactly. We're just not going to send it to you. If we had that same kind of power... <laughs> yeah. Where we could say to them, do what we tell you to do or you're not getting your money. Ooh, things would change in D.C. real quick, baby. Faster than overnight. Yes, it would, yeah. man. Yes, it would. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems.